Welcome to Electric Sports Talk, your one-stop show for all things sports. Here at Electric Sports Talk, we focus on sports and only sports. And now, here's your host, Ty Crystal. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Electric Sports Talk. It's good to have you guys back. We're uh, we're previewing the NFL playoffs today. Carson, I, sh- I should introduce our my guest. Carson, you're back. I'm glad you're back on the show again. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was that was weak. Um, <laughs> we're switching back to Mondays, and and you've decided to show back up, huh? On Ho- time, hopefully even. for the most part. <laughs> okay. We'll, good. we'll see. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. So we got some some. NFL playoff previews for the wild card division. Uh, Carson's going to deal you out his his final MVP, of course, uh, later in the show. That'll probably be the last thing we talk about. We got some games, lots of move, uh, movement in the playoffs and stuff, <laughs> and and uh, we got some coaching changes. And I think that's where we'll start first. Um, so, which which coach do you want to start with first? That's been announced, Carson. Uh, you got the Jets, Jaguars, the Chargers. Where do you think you want to go? I think the Jags, because it was kind of like an overdue. Yeah, I think Change. we all knew it was coming, right? <laughs> well, but most people even thought it was going to happen last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was personally willing to give Doug Monroe another year. Um, but when when this year kind of went the way it did, and, you know, there was a lot of circumstances playing into this year, but it was like, yeah, that's a no-brainer for me. And you kind of got to feel, like, really sad if you're Monroe because they were about to get Trevor Lawrence, which, I mean... <laughs> That's an amazing talent that you can get. Sure, it is. Um, if you're the Jaguars, I think, and you're bringing in a guy like Trevor Lawrence, he's obviously going to be a franchise guy for, what, potentially the next 10 to 15 years, depending on if you can like keep him around and stuff. I feel like you want a fresh coaching staff in there, a good guy that can implement a system to fit around Trevor Lawrence, because we feel like that's you know where he's going to land, of course. Um, but that's kind of my thought with them – letting go of Doug Monroe for good and then wanting to bring in someone fresh. Uh, but what do you think about that? Yeah, I can see that. I was just saying for to be Doug Monroe and realize you're not going to be able to oh, coach okay, him. Yeah. Like it's obviously the right move sure. to just start fresh. And even with the uh, yeah, I see potential okay. coaching coaches that could come in, okay, it'll be I, huge for them. Yeah, I get you. I guess I was a little off on what you're saying there. Um, we've been seeing Urban Meyer potentially the next head coach of Jacksonville. I know you said this was kind of a big deal in your mind. Uh, why do you think so? I mean, he was a great coach <laughs> yeah. for so long. So, like, that's almost like, I mean, obviously not the same, but, like, Nick Saban eventually being done at Alabama and then just ending up going to a to an NFL team. Right. Which, I mean, I think any NFL team would want Nick Saban mm-hmm. to go and co- coach for them. So... I think that Urban Meyer going there would be amazing. Well, I'm pretty interested to see if that happened. Uh, if it did happen, though, what do you think it'd look like? Do you think it would be a little college-looking, or do you think that Urban Meyer could actually implement a system of a, a more pro-style offense and defense and a way of running the Jaguars, say he ends up there? I think that it would like kind of go a little mixture. Mm. It would definitely – he was a very power runner from what at least I remember. Right. Lots of from, good running backs at Ohio yeah. State, for sure. So, I mean, they would go to some good running backs and, like, kind of do that. But especially if he's got Trevor Lawrence, I think that he makes a few right. changes to his style. And, I mean, if they are going to go with 
running backs. I think they need to get a new one, mm. which probably won't happen until next year or something. So, Of course. Well, I mean, I guess it could depend on what they do in this draft. That's true. I mean, I mean, maybe I'm not, Etienne or right. Najee Harris. But. I'm not totally sure on how many like total picks they have, but if they're going to draft first, then they're probably drafting 30, 33rd, 33rd too. Yeah. So, so you have a potential to get like a guy like Najee Harris if he's still there because yeah. running backs usually tend to fall into that second round. And running uh, back this year isn't a right. I pressing feel like, need for most people. Oh, oh yeah, like, no, that's it's true. It's not the biggest team need. Plus, for it's anybody. not super deep. I don't feel like either this year. Like. I feel like Najee Harris is a clear like front runner guy, and then there's some other guys behind him. But it's like him and it's a little in my like, eyes. Thin. Him and Etienne are yeah. No, I think Etienne top, will the be the front good runners, too. and then I think it's kind of a big gap. Well, I think it's even a gap between Etienne and Harris yeah. though too. Like, yeah, that's what's crazy is there's an obvious like Harris is by far. I mean, he's one of the best players in all of college football. Yeah, but he's definitely the best running back in this class. Uh, if if Urban Myers didn't end up in Jacksonville. And say he was going somewhere like Detroit, I've heard, uh, the the Jets, the Chargers, you know, Atlanta maybe. Uh, I think they're, they have an opening too. Uh, what would you think about any other destination? Or would Jacksonville actually be like the best place for a guy like Urban to go? Well, not even that it's the best place, but I think that's the place that he goes. Mm, yeah, okay. Because with the future he now has with building a guy like Trevor Lawrence, because mm. like, I mean... I was listening to stuff today, and for coaches and GMs and stuff, it's not about what the best fit for you is. It's the most future, like, not what's best for you right yeah, then. Yeah, it's kind of true. You have to look towards the future and look into mm-hmm. everything like that. And Jack- Jacksonville is going to be a very hard place to rebuild and go through because they've got a lot of team needs. Well, and isn't it so crazy, though, that you think about a team like Jacksonville – I mean, what, two, three years ago, they were in the AFC Championship game, and a bunch of people were picking them to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, and now, and, they're, and now they're, like, the number one pick in the draft, and they're totally restarting, like, from where they got to to be in that AFC Championship game and be that close to the Super Bowl. Does that kind of tell you how good um, Ramsey was, though? I, like, no, I mean, I don't know if it was Ramsey. Was, well, no, it wasn't all there Ramsey. There was a but lot of was, pieces in that. Like, but he was, like, uh, prob- I would say... One of the best on that defense. Sure, yeah, no, I, I agree. He was he was a cornerstone, but, like, of course. I don't know where everybody went because all of a sudden, like <laughs> one year it was yeah. really good, and then the next year they were just back well, down to the Jacksonville. I've yeah, always no, really I mean, known, which is a little disappointing. I think that they were one of those teams, which you kind of see them sometimes. Uh, like for example, the Rams. I don't want to be too rude to any Rams fans or anything, <laughs> but that year they made the Super Bowl run, and then ever since no one, then they've yeah. just kind of been average, you know. Uh, but you'd always have a team like that. That's true. And Jacksonville was kind of that team. And honestly, like maybe Buffalo's that team this year. I, I don't know because Buffalo, it's not like they've had a great history of, of winning lately. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, boom, they're the two seed in the AFC. And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> they're going to go to the Super Bowl now. And they got an MVP quarterback. So it, it's teams like that that I think Jacksonville kind of resembled here. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I'll be interested to see what they do with their head coaching situation. Should we talk about the next two that have kind of come out today and see what you think about those guys because the one i feel like is was a no-brainer as well but then the other one i think a lot of people are surprised about um so the jets fire adam gase this one was a no-brainer right uh but but what do you think about this i mean i feel like it probably should have happened last year so with adam gase i'm one of the weird people that actually likes him just think he was in the wrong spot 
I say the same thing. I say the same thing. When he was coming in, everybody was like, he's going to be the guy that gets Sam Darnold to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And yeah, and I, he was yeah gonna, I thought that too. Well, everybody did. Oh, and yeah. Then he just didn't end up working out. And kind of the way that they did it was a little weird because they got rid of everybody. They got rid of the GM, and they brought in a new GM with coach and everything. everything and, which is tough. Yeah, to because then blame gets placed everywhere, not on just one single person, which mm-hmm. shouldn't be just on one single person. But sure. usually you can narrow it down. So yeah, a little I, easier, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Adam Gase. I mean, I've heard talk about the Lions, him going to the Lions and stuff, sure. mm-hmm. which, I mean, that all depends on, like, who they go to. If they stay with Stafford, I think that would be a great fit. Yeah. Him and Stafford, I feel like, could mix well. But, like you're saying, it was overdue at the Jets. I think that the Jets more is a office problem rather than a coaching problem mm-hmm. and player problem because as we saw they went ahead and won two games at the end of the year that no one i wouldn't have picked them because it was like the the rams i wouldn't have picked them and then i remember when they won that game you were like why are they winning like (laughs) what was the point of that you won a game and now you've totally lost all motivation to you know draft trevor lawrence potentially so uh, that was interesting but alongside that which we'll get into this game later but like jason kelsey his huge rant that he had, mm. like, the players do not want to lose. Yeah. The players are not – it's well, the front off, the office that And tanks. there was J.J. Watt that, yeah. with the Texans. There were so I many mean, players that ugh, came tons out of and guys. said, we're only trying mm-hmm. to win. And so, I mean, that kind of makes sense. There's play, Like we said the one time, is they're still professional athletes. Like, yeah, of course. They can win on any given week. Right. They might have a harder, like, uphill battle, but they're – they're still good sure. football players. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, there are obvious better teams, of course. Uh, so Amos, who does the college football show with me, he said for a long time that he didn't understand why the Jets didn't fire Adam Gase in the middle of the season. Like, we all knew it was coming. We all knew that there was no chance in heck that he was coming back. And when they started having such a bad season, you sometimes, like Matt Patricia with the Lions, you just see him get canned. Why do you think Adam Gase stayed on so long with the Jets? Like, what do you think the thinking was there for New York to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep this guy around. We know he's gone. Everyone around us knows he's gone. He knows he's gone, but we're going to keep him till the end of the season. The scary thing I think that the Jets eventually kept him for was, like, with Atlanta, they became a whole new team, a whole new fire and stuff once they fired him and came in with an interim coach because it's brighter future, Mm -hmm. like – brighter horizons and stuff they, they call it the, and so they call it the manager bounce in soccer i yeah. think yeah i think that it's that they were looking at it as he's lost the respect of adam of everybody in the locker room like when jamal oh, yeah. adams left he was talking about how poor he was as a coach and stuff and so <laughs> oh. they kind of lost all the respect which that was jamal adams just trying to get out of there so i agree you can't really listen to what he said but he, i feel like they didn't want the chance to win but because oh, I like I like how he coaches and stuff, so I think they actually did give him a chance to mm-hmm, win just because mm-hmm. it was Adam Gase. Sure. Which I think is a very good thing for his resume going on is that he so, pulled out two wins with the mm-hmm. with the Jets this year. You, you feel like they wanted that continuity towards the end of the season? They just wanted to, the continuity of mm, losing. Okay. Which, which they know, didn't really get because yeah. they ended up winning two games. Mm-hmm. And but you're like, I think, <laughs> which, I mean, at the same time, I kind of would have thought, that did give him the best chance to lose is 
staying with someone who didn't give yeah. him a fire. Sure. Adam Gase wasn't really giving him that. No, so. I, I mean, I agree. And I, and I don't think it's like that Adam Gase is a bad head coach. No. I, I really don't. I think he can be successful, and I've thought that when he was at the Dolphins, too. Uh, he just needs the right spot. And obviously, like when he went to New York, so we'll kind of off track a little bit here. I don't, I don't <laughs> think we need to. I'll try and be quick about this. But when he went to New York, there was a lot of guys that were chasing the Packers job, right? Because McCarthy got booted and everything and yada, yada. And I was like, okay, Adam Gase should go to the Packers. He would do very well there. Him and Aaron Rodgers would be great together. Well, <laughs> I wonder uh, if it would have been any different if he did end up at the Packers and decide not to go to the Jets because it was such an odd choice to me, I felt like, that after coming off what was a disaster being with the Dolphins and not doing very well, he was going to go to another place and totally rebuild them. and. I, it just wasn't going to happen. I feel like with that, it was also like the Urban Meyer thing that I was talking about is the mm. future that they had because they were going to get Sam, Sam Darnold. They, they were going to mm. get all these players to build around. And yeah, in and that they, first year, Sam Darnold did look very promising. Yeah, he did. And I still and think then, he has promise. Yeah, he has right? promise. Like, I just He's another one of those players. I just don't think he belongs in the Jets. Sure. I mean, at this well, point, it kind of seems see, like we just think that the Jets don't really this no is, one belongs there. this is where we come full circle with what you said to start this conversation is it's not necessarily anyone on the field as far as the coaches or the players it's the office and i don't know if that becomes down the owner or whatever but you might actually really be onto something because if if different coaches and different players aren't working for you well someone higher yeah. than those guys right yeah Okay, uh, the Chargers fire Anthony Lynn. I saw a lot of people, like especially on social media, being like, eh, I can't believe this happened. I, I'm really surprised he, he got fired. I was listening to the local radio show, sports radio show this morning. They were talking about how they don't think he's going to get fired, and, and then he did, and they were surprised. Um, but what's your take on this? Because I think me and you had this kind of decided a couple weeks ago that he was gone, we talked about like his poor game management and how he's been costing them games. He doesn't use timeouts very correctly. You were very concerned that he had offloaded play calling responsibilities to the rest of his staff. Uh, but what what are your thoughts about the Chargers actually, you know, firing Anthony Lynn here? Like you're saying, we kind of thought that it was overdue already that they should do it. So I mean, that's kind of where I was standing. I thought it was going to happen. One thing, another thing that looks very good for his resume is he won four games at the end of his career. Uh, given one was a pointless game, like Mahomes was out. Yeah, they, they were playing the second. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, it didn't mean anything for the Chiefs, so they were just playing their second string sure. guys. Well, and, and that's was something I heard. I heard a lot of people be like, oh, look how good he ended the season, and look, he won his last game. Like, that's got to count for something. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. I really don't. And one thing I was also seeing is, this is another thing where they're saying the future of Justin Herbert is more important than trying to see if Anthony Lynn can actually oh, work it out. Of course it is. right now, Justin Herbert is def. He's my offensive rookie player of the year. I know right. that people are saying, I think he's even rookie of the year, like the best rookie. Chase mm. Young's in that conversation. I don't think Justin Jefferson is at the top of those concerns as much as everybody else does because well. – I think Justin right. Herbert's had more of an impact. It's, it's all about, I guess, who you ask. Yeah, I, I would, I, I would honestly agree with you though, because so I think it's like we were talking last week. The not like, <laughs> not the one bright spot, but one of the big bright spots for the Chargers was Justin Herbert and how well he played, and he helped them to even have the record they ended up with. So, you know, I mean, 
Yeah, I think that... His development's very important. Because look at what Sam Darnold did in New York, right? Like, you, you messed around with a coach, you didn't let their quarterback develop, and now you're thinking about getting rid of a quarterback that everyone thought was going to be the next generational talent coming out of USC. In a lot of ways, it's because you fiddled-faddled around with a coach. And so the Chargers, they might be thinking, hey, we're not going to do that. We're going to move on, and we're going to build. I mean, as Maybe. much as everybody <laughs> wouldn't like this pick just because of his track record, Adam Gase to the Chargers. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think it might not be that bad of a pick. I mean, it's kind of a stretch. I think they go with someone else, but right, they're Honestly, looking for someone like that. That will if the Chargers were smart, the Chargers were smart. Go for a really offensive-minded guy. Yeah, and I'm thinking like the uh, the offensive coordinator out of Kansas City. His name escapes me. I think you know who I'm talking about, though. I know, I know who, but I don't know the name or anything. Right, right. So that'd be good. Um, but is, is there anything else you want to kind of wrap up on these guys before we get into Week 17 games? I mean, any final thoughts about any of the firings or potential guys coming into these jobs? So there was one thing that I actually looked at with the Jets. Is their whole pitch to coaches now is not we want an offensive or a defensive-minded guy. They're kind of going away from what everybody else does, and they're mm-hmm. saying we're looking for a coach of everyone on the team, not a coach of the offense or something. He's saying we want you to coach even your coaching staff and make them better, not like how it's kind of become where you either have an offensive-minded coach and then a defensive coordinator right. or an offensive coordinator and a defensive coach. They're kind of trying to mix it all in and – go a different way to the point where the head coach is kind of coaching both and calling both, but not focusing in one area because that's what they tried with Adam Gase and then Uh whoever was before him, they tried a defensive guy. Do you think that a guy like Brian Flores at the Dolphins is a guy like that, though? Yeah. Because because he come out of New England, and he was like a linebackers coach, I think. mm -hmm. So he wasn't necessarily like a – offense or defensive minded guy he just would kind of present it as like a coach and maybe that's a good route to take because the dolphins man they've they've had a lot of success yeah with, and, and it has with helped a not as talented roster in my mind right right they're not the <laughs> i mean one of the best they did you know they did miss the playoffs right but they still had a lot of success yeah i mean i i would be happy to be a jets fan uh okay should, should we move on to the games though yeah probably I mean, probably enough talking about <laughs> coaches for a minute because i think we'll have off season to talk about more coaching changes potentially uh, all right, so let's kind of just run through some quick ones, I guess. Um, and then whichever one you want to spend some time on, uh, that'd be awesome. I'd love to. Uh, so the Dolphins run over – excuse me, the Bills run over the Dolphins, 56-26. Uh, Bills lock in the two seed with this in the AFC, and the Dolphins get eliminated with this loss from the playoffs. And I think they were hoping for a Colts loss, right? Uh, it didn't end up happening. Um, any thoughts on this game? Um, you said earlier off air that you really like the Bills moving forward. Yeah, I think that to me they're the AFC favorite for me, like to go to the Super Bowl. I think they're playing much better football right now than the Chiefs are. What is and it? Is it because they lost to the Chargers? No. Oh, oh sorry. Way sorry. before that. Oh, way okay. before that I saw, like I think it was about week 15 or week 14, where there was just kind of a shift where mm. the Chiefs had been taking the whole league by fire and stuff. And then they started playing games where it was one-point games and stuff. But the Bills well, yeah. have been 
like this game, 56-26, just completely blowing people out of the so water. So it kind of worries you, I guess. Yeah, just because... Well, I think of a team like the Chiefs as, you know, an experienced, lots of lots of guys that have been there, done that. And um, Amos, he said this about Notre Dame. And when you have an old, experienced team, they usually go, 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 and then they plateau. And then as the season starts to taper off, they fall off. And when they fall off, they really fall off, kind of like Notre Dame did. Um, so is that at all concerning in that sense with the Chiefs? And the Bills could, like, just totally take them by storm here? I don't think it's completely by storm. Like, kind of what I'm looking at is just for teams, it matters who gets hot when, and when they get hot. Oh, yeah, of course. So I'm not really seeing it as just the veterans are kind of tapering off towards the end of the season. I'm looking at it as, as the Chiefs are still the Chiefs, but they're kind of just pl- going along the motions and stuff. But the Bills are playing above what anybody thought, which when you're doing that, you're playing good football, you're impressing people. Mm, right. And at that point, those kind of momentum and ex, like the X-Factor players, it kind of, when you're watching film and stuff, what you see isn't what you're going to get because they're going to be playing better than, they, than you think they right. are. Okay. So, I mean, that's kind of where I see it. I can kind of see what Amos was saying when he mm-hmm. said that, but right. that's kind of how I see it. And another thing about this game is we mentioned this a little bit too, mm-hmm. is Tua, is he the right fit so for actually, the Dolphins? So actually, I just wanted to ask you that question. With with everything being settled, we know the basic rundown of the draft, right? Uh, and as the, season, as the season continues to kind of wear on, as we get more you know, through the playoffs, I think we'll start talking more and more about the draft. Uh, obviously, we already do, and you know more than we probably yeah should more than we should the, for sure. Uh, but the Dolphins will now have the three pick from the Texans, right? So this is my question, and I I don't know. I mean, I think this is this is a dumb question in a lot of ways. Uh, but the Dolphins they can do a lot with this third pick. Uh, so I guess the first thing is, are they going to go offense or defense? Do you think offense? Okay, and if they go offense, are they going to go lineman, wide receiver, or a quarterback? I, I mean, think they consider a lineman. <laughs> okay. Just because we were talking about this too. Swell. Uh-huh. He often he's a generational lineman. I solves so. your lineman problems for at least four, five well, years. He's Trent Williams with Washington, right? Like mm-hmm. think about how long they had him and he was just good. Yeah. And they were terrible. <laughs> That's true. But I think they go wide receiver just mm-hmm. to try to give two of some pieces. And when I say that, I don't think that's this is something that they get too out of town right now. I think this is something that they think about. Mm-hmm. Talk to Kua, Tua, Kua, Tua. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, <laughs> they talk to Tua about their concerns probably, uh-huh. which I think that would be the smartest idea. Maybe they right. don't. They but with Brian Flores, I think they, they really, talk to him mm-hmm. and say, "Here's our concerns. Here's where we need to see you get better." Right. Especially, they need to see the, the deep ball and like of the taking the chances because yes you want to play conservative but in this game they played way too conservative and so i think they s- talk to him and say here's what we need to see next season we're still going to let you you're the starter next year you're going to be pushing this team of course but we need to see you improve game or we might even think about pulling doing what they did to carson Wentz. well i only and- i only ask you that because in the time that we have seen Tua. He just hasn't been that impressive. So 
I mean, I don't obviously think that they'll take a quarterback or it wouldn't even be on the mind at number three. I just wonder, like you said, is Tua the solution to their quarterback situation? I don't know. Because in a lot of ways, it almost seems like Fitzpatrick was the better quarterback for the Dolphins in the long run this season. Yeah, when he was like, in, they were winning more than they yeah. have with Tua. Yeah, which, I mean, <laughs> which makes you think if Fitzmagic yeah. was in... Do the Dolphins make the playoffs? Uh, I don't know. They might have. Uh, but I... Okay. The thing that's actually really going to help, too, though, is if you got a good lineman like Sewell, let's say, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, or you got a receiver that you could consistently throw to and he'd always be there. Like, another few weapons around him would help. Uh, so I'm not jumping off of Tua too soon. I don't want to make it I, seem like that. Yeah. I just think it's important to to think to about. Think That's through. all, right? Well, I would think that Sewell, Sewell is not their pressing need. So if they are going to go with an no. offensive lineman, I mm-hmm. think 18, at pick 18, because they got the number three from the Texans. Oh, yeah, yeah. So at number 18, maybe they go with like a Leatherwood oh, or... You got a Leatherwood, you got a Vera Tucker. The, yeah, Vera Tucker. You got a Dara shot, like Slater. Slater. There's, yeah, there's, there's tons all of guys. sorts of guys that are Man, still... You, you got the the kid from Ohio State that you're really high on. That could, Wyatt Davis. Yeah, I mean, he's he interior. could go there. Sure. So, I mean, but it would depend on what you want. Good linemen are good linemen, That's right? true, yeah. <laughs> I think that my well, favorite one he goes to is the Giants. But. I love I love this this thought process you have, though, because the draft is very deep for linemen. Like, linemen that can start on day one. I really yeah. think there's a lot of talent here. So, maybe they go with a wide receiver and then a lineman. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, and it, it helps, too, in a ton of ways. All right. Uh, we got to move on, though. <laughs> so, Ravens-Bengals. I guess not a lot I want to talk about, about about this one, except for, I mean, the Ravens beat up on a poor Bengals team. And I, and I think we shouldn't read too much into this um, scoreline, at least. Uh, Lamar Jackson does toss three touchdowns, rush for 97 yards. Um, I have wrote down here the Bengals need Joe Burrow back. I mean, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> like all it comes down to. Yeah, though. I mean, that's all it comes down to for me, for them. Um, any thoughts on this game, though? So are you saying, like, the, they need Burrow back? They also need Sewell to fall to them in this yeah. draft? No, I mean, that'd be, that'd be a dream, of course. How, how much does that change next season for the Bengals? If they get him or if they miss out on him and have to go. Because, um, I mean, Vera Tucker and all those guys are very good. Mm-hmm. But they are nowhere in the same ballpark. Sure, I agree with you. Uh, but at the same time, like I just said, the draft is very deep with potential starting day one starters, right? Like, at the line position. So, you go draft 37, let's say, on day two. Potentially an Alex Leatherwood is honestly still on the board. Like, yeah. I don't think it's make or break if the Bengals don't end up with the generational talent that is Peeney Sewell at number five. Mm -hmm. It makes just as much sense to me to have them draft Jamar Chase and have Joe Burrow and Chase reunited in Cincinnati. Give him a solid target to throw to, a guy he knows, a guy he's familiar with, a guy he played really well with in college. Like, I'm not too worried about that. All right, Browns and Steelers. Uh, Browns get the win 24-22. Uh, was it at all? <laughs> was this game at all weird for you, considering that the Browns played a Steelers team that had a lot of bench starters and they still only won by two points? So one thing that I saw is yes, it's kind of concerning, but at the same time, 
Browns had eight inactive people because of COVID-19. Granted, they weren't stars and, like, the biggest people. Uh-huh. But that's still pretty big when you don't have that linebacker or something that runs in for a play while your linebacker's out because yeah, you of that depth and stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It takes out that depth, even if they're a second-string guy. Of course. The, the only position to me that really don't doesn't matter at depth unless someone gets injured is quarterback and lineman because usually those guys play all game without subbing. Mm-hmm. There's a few times that linemen go out. Sure. So, I mean, if it's anywhere on the defense, really, I think that's a huge miss if you're missing your second string guy. Right. Because you see him swapping all the time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, of course. I mean, it's concerning, yes, especially because they play them next week with their all their starters back. Mm-hmm. So, but I would take it with a grain of salt right, is okay. what I would say. Just, yes, it's concerning, but there's also that fact that they were lose, missing people, too. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I like that answer, honestly. I mean, I... I think he hit it very well. Uh, so the Browns clinched the, their first playoff spot since 2002. Get the sixth seed. Like you said, they're taking on the Steelers. I'm very happy for the Browns. I'm not much of a Browns fan. Uh, I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan, though, so it made me you know, happy. Uh, but, but what do you think? I mean, this is, this is good. This is really good. I, I'm I just feel, happy. I feel that... for the Dolphins, but you know what? Browns are in. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you like to see more, though, in the playoffs, though? The Browns, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, out of any team that was in that five, right, those yeah. five that might miss, the Browns would have been last time I list. Not necessarily because I like them the most, just, just because we want I to want see to see the in Browns there. in. Yeah. Like, it's Another been so long. Another thing that I was thinking about is just, like, we kind of touched on how they lost the Jets and everything. That was the most Browns thing to ever see because they <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. missed out on the postseason. They could have clinched last week, but they lost the uh, Jets. Yeah. It would have been... St- it would have been funny and sad at the same time mm-hmm. if they missed because it's like but in the most, it's the Browns' way of not making the playoffs. It would have after been the most years. Cleveland thing I've ever seen. Imagine the city of Cleveland oh, that night, crying man. Oh my god, tears everywhere. That's what I think. <laughs> All right, so city would have burnt down. These two teams, like Carson said, will play each other again. Uh, worth mention here: Nick Chubb, uh, fourteen carries, one hundred eight yards, and a touchdown. I mean, the guy's a beast, right? I mean. Well, one thing, too, is Baker on the ground was actually pretty good. If you, like, watch the game and stuff, not just mm-hmm. look at the stats of 44 r- yards, mm-hmm. Baker's not a scrambler. Well, he got that uh, he got that third he, down conversion, yeah, right? Yeah, he ended to the game. To seal the game. Yeah, so he ended the big. game, and he was smart enough to just slide right. to keep the clock running and stuff. I so, like that, man. <laughs> like, that's a pretty smart play. Did you see the um, Giants guy that got the first down to seal it and almost – and lost the ball like fumbled it oh really no yeah. i didn't see this so he got the first down oh at gosh. the la- in like the last two minutes cowboys had ran out of timeouts he got the first down and then just dropped the ball no one hit him to fumble it or anything he just dropped the ball luckily he recovered it maybe he did it on purpose yeah just make the game more interesting yeah right but <laughs> okay no that's that was a smart move by baker just to go down i think that they're another one of those teams that's kind of getting hot right now, mm. but that's most playoff teams. So I, mean, I think they are, yeah. I think the Browns are in a good spot right now entering the playoffs. Okay, Titans-Texans, the next one we want to talk about. Um, the Titans had to win this game to clinch the division. They did just that. Uh, it was very tough. Uh, you look very eager to say something. Hold on one second. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> they clinched the division, get the four seed. 
Poor, poor Texans again. I mean, I guess we can talk about that all season long. Uh, but how about Derrick Henry? Thirty-four touches. Oh my gosh! Feed the man. Two hundred and fifty yards, two touchdowns Gets to the two thousand. Joins mark. the two K club, man. Which, I mean, which what about? I that? just want to give us some praise. Uh-huh. We talked about this a few weeks ago. You brought it up. What like? Four months ago, or four months, four, four weeks, weeks ago, ago, and you were like, and hey. I was like, this, there's a possibility. And then when you I were was doing the math, it, no, no, I remember you. You were like doing the math I was like, on air to me, and you're like, okay, well, he's got to average like way too much, so I don't know if he'll get it, but he could. And he's like, well, but you're like man, going into this. I remember week, you saying this. I remember you saying this. He's gonna have to have like a 200 plus yard game in the last game of the year to get. And there. did we say that the oh, Titans we were? <laughs> did we say that the Titans were the most likely because they played the Packers and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like they had a few hard games that were like maybe the Packers because the Packers don't have a very good yeah, run defense. Yeah. But like we we kind of said no you no not Titans, we you I don't know, we kind of you both said went it together you but. put it in my mind I helped you along <laughs> okay I was like look see yeah I agree with you and you needed some assurance okay but but what I was eager the to talk about has got to be on Derek that's, Henry that's I I love the guy uh, but you actually had something different you say okay. Did you actually watch the game? No, I didn't watch the game. Oh my gosh! The last two. There's a messy game though. I saw like the last two. I was minutes? following the score. Oh, you I, were? Cause, yeah, because I was. I was watching something else. I was following the score, and I'm like, oh man, this game's getting tight. Did you see I thought it was going to go into like, overtime. Did you see they got the ball after that field goal with like 17 seconds left, uh-huh. and Ryan Tannehill just drops back. The yeah, the safety on what the do you do like Texans, yards? The safety on the Texans completely blew coverage for some reason. He followed. I can't even remember. He followed, I think, the tight end uh-huh. in instead of going deep with mm. A.J. Brown. Which oh, speedster. Yeah, you can't just leave your corner out to dry like that. You can Ooh. take a shorter ball in mm. the middle rather than take the ball where they well, just run the clock yeah, down, duh. call the timeout, kick the field goal. Crazy but did you see the field goal, too? It was a long field goal, man. It was a long field goal, but it bounced off the post. He almost missed it. Like They zoomed in on Derrick Henry and... Ryan Tannehill, and they were just sitting together, like just watching it. And you see Derrick Henry's face just drop because mm. he's like, he just missed it as it hits the well, upright. And then everybody starts <laughs> freaking out. When I he, think they would have, they still would have won that game in overtime, though, don't you think? Depends on who gets the ball. Really? Okay. Because um, Deshaun Watson got it with like, with a few minutes, like under two minutes, and led, led the team down and went and scored. Deshaun Watson, give him the ball in overtime. Scary thing to do. Yep, I, I agree. I don't know if I like the Titans' defense that much. Mm. They have an okay one. Yeah, but, well, I mean, they did kind of get torched up by the Texans. But like when you talk about, um, when you talk about their next game, which I'm sure you were just about to go into. No, no. Oh, mm-hmm. oh okay. Then you finish I, your talk. No, I just wanted to say part. that the Texans actually kind of like torched up the defense, and Deshaun Watson played pretty well. Uh, I mean, Brandon Cooks had 166 yards. I don't know if I've really actually seen his name hardly at all this year. And like, I, you've almost kind of forgotten about him being at the Texans. Uh, so he had a great game. Uh, so I, I was just kind of wondering, you know, is that that's a little worrisome, I think. But then again, you know, it is Deshaun Watson. I think he's a fantastic player. Uh, in the notes <laughs> for the Texans, I've written down, Texans hand Dolphins a top three pick. And wow, I cry for Deshaun Watson. And indeed I do. I cry very much for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Can we like sign a petition to <laughs> sign get Desha- a petition. Deshaun Watson out of the Texans? What would you call it? Free the man. Free Deshaun! <laughs> like, ah. this is, it's kind of a sad way for such a good quarterback to be. Yeah, in. yeah. It's kind of like, get, 
in you get my like, mind, uh, in my mind, like not on the same level, but Matthew Stafford. Oh, uh, you get Matthew Stafford, but vibes, I yeah. think that Deshaun's better. He's he's a mm. more he's a more like electrifying player than Matthew Stafford. Sure, was. sure, he's a little different, right? So I mean, put him on like the Chiefs team or something, mm-hmm. and like switch Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and him. Well, that's Just the thing too. Imagine like, what Deshaun. I like Deshaun. Like as a guy, he seems really cool too. So. It's disappointing. Uh, you wanted to talk about their playoff game, though? Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, so... All right, well, if, if I may interject, let's wait till our playoff predictions oh, to talk about this. How about we? that, yeah? We do, yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, may, you know, maybe you didn't read the notes. That's that's probably what happened. <laughs> I mean, we skimmed over them before the show. Uh, yeah, I know. I write them all down for you, but... I know you don't read them. All right, Colts <laughs> <laughs> Colts 28, Jaguars 14. Uh, Colts get the last playoff spot. They like, they had to win the game, right? Because if they didn't, then the Dolphins would have gotten that spot. Um, it was kind of nervy, but they got it done. Rivers had a decent game, but Jonathan Taylor, I mean, he goes off. He had 30 touches, 253 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, wow. I like Jonathan Taylor. The kid's a beast. Um, I don't have a lot to say about Jacksonville other than Way to get. We already, launched. yeah, we already know what they're doing, so there's not much to say, I guess. Um, I thought they were actually going to end up winning this game at some point. This, right? Like, if you look at mm-hmm. the score things, like they were up. I think. I think they were leading fourteen to zero at mm. one point. They, were, I'm pretty sure they were leading was, in this game because I was watching my Cowboys and everything, uh-huh. so I was looking at the bottom scores. That Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk get about them later. Yeah, of course. But um, man, I was how crazy. The, Oh, well, the Jaguars, they had it clinched either way, right? Like, even if yeah, they won. Yeah, so they oh. could have won. You should have won, Jacksonville! I think they were actually trying <laughs> this game. Like, it looked like yeah, the front office finally gave the gave him the go. Go win a game. Why, you didn't have Minshew Mania in there. What do you, you th- you're not going to win without Minshew Mania. <laughs> I, I mean, Minshew's better than the guy that he benched Minshew for, I feel like. Is it Glennon? Is it Mike Glennon or something? Yeah. Anyways. Glennon. But what do you think about the Colts? I mean, they're the winners here. They made the playoffs. They're probably my dark horse. Yeah, you were they're, saying they're that. They're kind mm-hmm. of a scary team. Like, to think about, like, Rivers did enough to do it. But Jonathan sure. Taylor, 30 rushes, 253 yeah. yards, two touchdowns. He's scary. I, we'll get into this later. I'll look at all the stats for the playoff game. He, he's a scary guy to think of playing. That running sure. back. Sure, yeah. able. Like well, in the, and their line in, too, right? Like the Colts really have an underrated, really good line. I feel like probably the best right guard in, well, best guard in football. Oh yeah, maybe Zach Martin makes a little bit of a debate for that. But okay, I think, Cowboys, Mister no, Cowboys. I wouldn't even say that. Okay, Mister Cowboys. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, I. Think, oh yeah, well, Bridgewater's the best quarterback in the league. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's right. Okay, see, no, that wasn't a good comparison. <laughs> It's like I saying know, Christian I McCaffrey agree. is the best running back. Christian McCaffrey is the best running back when he's healthy. And <laughs> that you was, that know was completely that. completely just to put wood on the fire. You know that's know, true. Derrick Henry. They're different, though. Oh, I guess it's what the, you appreciate now more. Now we go into the different What category. do you appreciate more? A guy that they gets 2,000. A guy that gets 2,000. Tom Brady <laughs> is a great quarterback, right? Lamar Jackson is a great quarterback. They're completely different quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers is different than both of them. Yeah. Anyways, we don't need to get on this tangent. I just completely you, started you want that fight to get, for fun. You want to get me <laughs> off on stuff, and we need to focus. We're All right. So the Colts could be dangerous then. I mean, no, I think that they're kind of one of the most dangerous. Any teams. chance against the Bills, though? Realistically, 
Uh, well, no, hold on. We'll talk about that in playoff yeah. predictions. Can you get? Can you Shouldn't stop bring that getting up. off topic? No, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I say we take a break. We'll talk the NFC games. Oh, no, we have one more AFC game to talk about. Let's talk about this last AFC game. Then we'll go to break. Uh, Chargers win no, 38-21. Uh, yeah, I agree. We did kind of talk about this one. But uh, let's see. I put Chargers get the win but still miss the playoffs. Drafted in a pretty high position. Herbert, I feel like, had a fantastic game. 302, yeah, three, three touchdowns. touchdowns, and one score on the ground. I'm pretty sure Mike Williams is a free agent, if I remember right, and he had a good game. Uh, and even with the Chiefs losing, they clinched the number one seed still. And I know we kind of talked about the Chargers already, uh, but what do you think about the Chiefs moving forward? Uh, you touched a little bit of, with the Bills when we were talking about the Bills, uh, but is there anything else that you wanted to say about the Chiefs um, that you didn't say before, or is or you think you kind of drove your point across? I, I think I kind of drove my point across. I mean, I would make a comparison for, like, Herbert. Like with this game finishing off his rookie season and everything, yeah, kind of to like mm-hmm. the best rookie season since like Andrew Luck. Mm. Really? Okay. Yeah, I feel like. No, I mean he's been one of the best. Okay, rookie quarterback. If if you want like my honest opinion, I'd have to go look at like a couple past years because I'm not a hundred percent sure. A Baker wasn't as impressed. Like. Okay, Baker brought them. I back. will agree with you as far back as like what I can really think of because yeah. I think that's pretty good. Uh, but I won't like go in with you on that too well, much. Yeah, but like he's got one of the best. Like no, 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 yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not no, disagreeing no, I get with what you. You're saying. I just feel like I'd have to do more research to kind of think about that one. But I think that's pretty fair. I mean, Andrew Luck did have a good rookie year, uh, so you expect high things out of Herbert, then, huh? Oh yeah, I do too. I think that <laughs> really he t- I think him himself changes the Chargers' whole trajectory of their future and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a quarterback comparison or any means, but he's kind of like Phillip Rivers. You know, like, he will be a – I think he'll be there for a long time, and he'll be a bright spot for that franchise for the next 10 years. So that's how I kind of compare him with Phillip Rivers, right? Like, he'll be there. I feel like he's going to be a Chargers guy. Let's hope he does better than – He could if you put pieces around him be very good just like philip rivers could have been if you had pieces around him but you know i don't want to go off on that tangent because i get real fired up talking about that like the fact that chargers we'll do, we'll wasted do a lot of this kind of they stuff wasted philip rivers forever yeah. drives me crazy anyways off season we'll talk a lot about this kind of stuff yeah I futures agree. everything <laughs> is there any any of these afc games you want to say anything about before we go to a break uh that we didn't before i mean i think that you want to say something earlier about the the Browns and Bengals, but or the Bengals it's kind of, and Ravens. I'll put that into my playoff stuff. Okay, because it's kind of one of the things I would look out for in the playoffs. Okay, but. fair enough. All right, so let's go to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll like I said, talk about the NFC games that happened. We'll go into some playoff predictions. Then Carson has his uh, final MVP. Who would get his MVP vote? And he'll list them three to one. How about that, Carson? You think you can handle that? I can't count. I know you can't count, <laughs> but I'll help you count. How about okay, that? Okay, thank you. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back. Break. Um, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I've been I've been assaulted, verbally assaulted off air. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if like you just missed this in editing that whole <laughs> that whole part. No, it no, just... I, no. I paused it, so no, oh, okay. one will, no one will hear the abuse you have dealt out. 
All right. Uh, if you guys are, if you guys like what we're doing, want to hang out with us on social media, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, email us in at electricsportstalk at gmail.com. Obviously, we'd love hearing from you guys. Uh, and Carson, especially, would love to hear from anyone that uh, wants to give him some crap about, you know, any opinions he has. Meanwhile, me, I know you guys agree with everything I say, so you know, I'll continue to be fantastic That'd for be the you. Worst, worst <laughs> thing to ever do, just agree with what Ty says. <laughs> hey, most of the time, I feel pretty good. All right, um, NFC games, and then on to your part that you keep wanting to talk about. And we're going to start with the first game, of course, that we have to start with. We're going to talk about <laughs> NFC games. <laughs> That's right. It's Giants 23, Cowboys 19. We have the resident Cowboys fan with us here Go in the Cowboys. studio. Uh, Car- that, that would be Carson, not me. And yeah, He's a Panthers fan. Yeah, which isn't great, I guess, either. But, hey, we're drafting higher than you in the draft. Um, Cowboys eliminated from the playoffs. Again, Andy Dalton played fine, I guess. Didn't play great. Uh, he was the leading rusher on the team. Because I don't think Zeke knows how to run the ball after he got paid all that money. And uh, the Giants stayed alive in the playoff hunt. A lot of people were mad about what we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about in a little bit we'll mi- in that. a minute with the Eagles potentially, you know, quote unquote, tanking. You know, they didn't, they ended up getting the playoff spot, but they were there at the end. Daniel Jones, I thought, played a fine game, and Sterling Shepard had a really good game. Um, you wanted to say something right off the top about your Cowboys, though. So let's hear it. You were talking about Andy Dalton. You're like, <laughs> I, he had an okay game, I guess. Are you, are you reading these? It's like he was okay, playing. Well, I'm not. He was playing look, for I'm trying a to help million out, dollars okay. in that game. If he would have won that game, he had the chance at a million dollars, and he couldn't deliver a win. I'm not surprised that they didn't win. I'm just trying to help, you know, you know, soften the blow a little for you, saying that your third string guy played. He's actually sick. okay. You know, he played fine. Not really. Um, <laughs> that pick that you see on his stat line, I could talk about that forever. Worst decision a Cowboys player has made this season. Look, I was trying to sugarcoat it for <laughs> you, man. That's why I said, okay. I didn't say, like, this, this is why I said you have to keep me off these tangents because Look, no, I, mean, I could go on everything that happened in the Cowboys game and <laughs> how the Cowboys <laughs> just completely suck and are trash. Hey, okay. I'll give you this plus for you. You are one spot ahead of the Giants by losing to them in the draft. Yeah, top 10 pick, baby. Woo. Okay, I know you're excited. No, but but really, I mean, the Cowboys and Giants obviously got to do some things here. No real point in talking about their chances to miss the playoffs, I guess, because they didn't or to make the playoffs because they didn't really make it. So we won't worry about that too much. But with the 10th and 11th pick, Cowboys, Giants, respectively, uh, what do we see them doing here with those picks? I mean, I think we were well established last time that the Cowboys need a corner, uh, but the Giants, I mean, what do you think they need? Caleb Farley for the Cowboys because okay. Patrick Sertan will be off to the Broncos at pick number nine. Uh, you're pretty convinced about that. I I will almost put money on that one. All right. And then I might actually bet you Wyatt, that. Wyatt Davis to the Giants. All right, so you're thinking a Great. corner... And then an interior lineman for the Giants, huh? It's not their, like, need, but it'll be what helps them the most because I think that next year they will be another run-heavy team just because they have Saquon. Go run-heavy. Wyatt Davis, from the film that I've seen on him, he's a running guy. Like, sure. he can power it up, just right up on that guard. 
He can play either guard position too, whichever one. He's designed at the left guard. Yeah, he's at left guard. But he'll he'll just help Saquon a lot more than I think any of the other picks. And I think that that's kind of the Giants' identity is Saquon uh-huh. right now. So I think that's where they go. <laughs> okay. I'm that not saying like, I'd make money on Wyatt Davis. Well, that was either. so painful how you ended that. You're like, ah. Because I, I don't, don't know. know. The Giants, we uh-huh. also thought the Giants had a secure pick at Dwayne Haskins. And then they went Jan- Daniel Jones. In hindsight, better pick. But <laughs> but I thought that they were going to – I thought there was no way that they could mess that s- number six pick up. And then I feel like hold they on, messed hold it on, up. Whoa, whoa. We are talking about the – Giants. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah of course That's what I'm saying is like I wouldn't put money on the Wyatt Davis pick because no. they're going to mess – they're going to go with like a quarterback for some reason. Like – they're gonna draft like <laughs> Mac Jones I mean, wide way receiver. early. They could no, go wide wide receiver, re- yeah, sure. wide receiver could be a smart pick, or they go like with like a D tackle, which the Williams guy is that what Terrence Williams is amazing. <laughs> I watched him against the Cowboys, and he was like he was disrupting every single play. He's the D tackle, I believe, on the Jets. No Giants. Oh, we're talking about Cowboys versus Giants. Where did I, you? I don't know. I t- we Anyways. talked about the Jets already. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a Williams on the Gi- on the Jets that plays D-tackle, so I was a little confused. Anyways. I think it's Williams. It might not be Williams, but... Okay. Oh. Wherever Look. we're going, they would take... I could see the Giants taking something where they have a really good player already. Okay, yeah. They could take a running back. Terrible choice. Okay. I think we need to get off your picks because now you're just, you're just throwing out anything. You're like, you know what? I'll take a kicker with an 11th overall pick, please. I'll keep quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, honestly, I mean, I don't have a lot more to say about that game. I think I think the Giants are a fine team. Them with a healthy, healthy Saquon, I think, would win this division. They would have won the division yeah. like three weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, and they would have been an obvious playoff team, I think. But, I mean, let's point out the obvious Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl next year. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the other game in the NFC East. Uh, Start some. We might spend arguments. a little time on this. No, I mean, I don't. I actually don't know what your opinion is on this. So I'll actually offer mine first, and then we'll go from there. Um, okay, so Washington wins twenty to fourteen against Philadelphia. Uh, Washington wins the division with this win. They get the four seed in the playoffs, which I think is insane. On a side note real quick, I think Alex Smith is hands down comeback player of the year. He's the name of the award. He I think should he be. should be. Yeah. But when they hand him that of award, course. they should like right then announce it as the this Alex is the Smith Alex comeback Smith player of the comeback year. Player of the year award. Because yeah. I think it's fantastic. The dude went from almost dying on his deathbed. Almost dead to we're back in the playoffs. Well, the doctor told him like, he was wow. The doctor told him there was a very possible chance that he would die. What I what I remember when that happened though is thinking because um, my dad he follows the Forty ers right, big Forty ers fan, and so I remember watching Alex Smith a lot because we'd watch the Niners a lot back when he was still playing there, and he he went to the University of Utah, so we're very familiar with that school around here, and. It's very, you know, we kind of know Alex Smith in a little way. I remember when he got hurt thinking, that guy's never, ever going to play football again. 
when you think of an injury like that. And now for him surgeries. to yeah, for him to go through everything, come back, be on the field, lead his team. To the playoffs. Yeah, essentially lead his team. Like when he come in and started playing a lot more, they looked like a completely different they team. They were so much better. Like his veteran savviness is is carrying Washington into the playoffs. I agree with you. Name that award after him. No reason why it shouldn't be. Uh, I saw now the Eagles. Now into the real controversial. Part. Okay, so this I'll say this right before we talk about this. Okay, the Eagles they're going to meet with Doug Peterson to talk about his future. He could potentially not be back, um, but I'm hearing that he will be probably. Their defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz said he's yep. stepping away for the year. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> Like he's like, yeah, I'm gonna take this year off of coaching. But so like, like, does that mean he has the job when he comes back next year? I, I don't know. <laughs> like that's the thing. I saw that, and then and I looked. What if at, they get like one of the best defensive coordinators uh, to ever coach? <laughs> I don't know. I looked like, at the TV he, when I saw that, and I was like, when am I reading? Like he's decided see, to take the year off, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I had to read that like four times, but that's. That's true. Like you can see coaches like saying, I'm done. Like sure. my health concerns are like too high. Like so they need to go a different way. But you never see someone say, Yeah, I'm just taking a year off. Like I'm just confused that like I don't does even he have know. the job next year? Like, I don't know what it means, honestly. <laughs> okay. Like, does he just name one of his assistants as his co- as his replacing? Obviously, we'll have to we'll have to look more into this because <laughs> I have no idea what it means. Um, okay, I hear Wentz wants a trade. He wants out. He's done. That's insane to me. Um, I do think that Carson Wentz can still be successful somewhere. I, I, that's insane to me that they they might actually get rid of him. I saw like Jason Kelsey said he's out. Uh, Ertz, their their tight end was like I'm done. Uh, I saw all three of them were on the field like well after that was the game, kind of a sad talking video. to each other. I watched, and I'm just like, man, the Eagles are in complete disarray. They draft six. I think it's pretty apparent they're going to take a receiver, um, but they're in complete rebuild mode, right? Like. They are they are so far in rebuild mode it is insane. Oh my gosh. Yes. Anthony Lynn has been fired, but they are now interviewing Jason Garrett oh, for no. the head coaching spot. Okay. For so Justin Herbert. I just Carson saw just that. got this update. What are you reading this on? Twitter. He's trending oh all over. And there's all the memes and oh it's like my. anthony lynn fired comma but jason garrett being interviewed all right and it's the i have one right. but at what cost oh my gosh okay write this down uh this will be i just thought okay. it was breaking news enough that i should say sure that. uh it's a fine interjection <laughs> i cannot believe that that's actually a thing oh <sighs> let's hope it's not you let's know hope what? that this is fake news it better be because if this is what we just talked about, the Chargers, all this promise, like all the stuff, right? And hey, oh let's, man, let's go! They're clap. gonna be the franchise, the next super franchise with Justin Herbert, and you're gonna hire Jason Garrett. Could Jason lose. Garrett. Jason Garrett could lose. Do what the Seahawks did in that one Super Bowl, and what he would do when they came off the field is Jason Garrett would just be sitting there clapping, <sighs> just applauding them for Kay. their loss. That's what he would be doing. Here you go. This is my biggest memory of Jason Garrett at the Cowboys. The fact that he made it that long at the Cowboys is staggering to me. Okay. It's not even that Jason... they were playing the Cardinals in a game, right? 
the Cowboys were in a position to win the game with a field goal. So they line up, they kick the field goal. He calls a timeout on his own kicker. And they made it. Makes this field goal, steps up there. Everyone's like, what are you doing, you idiot? You just won the game. Doesn't call a timeout on the next one. He kicks it, misses it. Cardinals win the game. And that's the, that is literally the definition. Up Jason Garrett's career for mm-hmm. me. And you're telling me the Chargers are seriously considering interviewing this. They're guy. not even considering it. They requested him to come in for an interview. So, like, it wasn't <sighs> like just they kind of were putting out feelers and stuff and they saw this as a potential. They went out and tried for this. <laughs> this is me bashing my head on the table. Okay. Uh, you know Okay, what? back. <laughs> we'll talk about this more next week, depending on how it develops. Um, but we'll keep things kind of going here. Good interjection, though. I, I don't mind it. Okay. Um, oh, geez. We were talking about how the Eagles are in rebuild mode, so I think that's for sure. And they're, they they got to get a receiver at number six, I think. Let's let's talk about what you keep wanting to talk about here. Yeah. Um, did, did they throw that game, man? Because that, I mean, was, that was interesting. Do you really think, like, last game of the uh, year – where it seems like you're wanting a team to get into the playoffs instead of the other team that has that is banking on you. Like, for some reason, you decide, let's see how good our backup quarterback is, not our quarterback of the future. <laughs> let's see how good Sudfield is. Sudfield. Like, have you even? I've, I think I've heard of his name, but I've no. never, like, heard no, of him as I, a great quarterback. I don't know like, who he is. Maybe if you had, like, even even if like Jalen Hurts was playing a terrible game, which he wasn't, he was playing decent. Uh huh. Like, okay. Like, there's videos of Coach um, Joe Judge from the Giants, like having a complete rant about it. Like, like just he's bashing the Eagles, talking about their, which I mean they have more in it than most people do because they were trying to get in. But how do you bench your quarterback? To just see, just to because you feel like your backup quarterback deserves reps. Like, this isn't week four of the preseason. This isn't early on in the season. This is your last game. And in Philadelphia, one of the worst, like, not worst fan bases, but one of, like, the most toxic fan bases is what I would say, mm-hmm. where they just give up too quick. You decide to bench your quarterback and see how good your backup is like i don't know it's it's really weird to me and i'm just kind of two points that i'm gonna make um i said i was gonna go first but i think you kind of laid out what you thought there right well i kind of threw us off with the jason garrett stuff no no that's okay (laughs) uh it was worthy um okay two points this is what i'll say um number one i do not blame the eagles for doing what they did Frankly, I don't care because, um, number one, they were not competing for anything. And we did not get mad at Jacksonville for losing. We did get not get mad at the Jets for losing. We're mad that the Texans can't win. But no one else do we get mad about this, right? So, for one, I don't care. If, the, if Philadelphia was playing with all the three other teams in that division to win the division that day, sure, I'd care. It'd make more sense why so many more people were pissed off. 
with that being said, I just if you don't have anything to play for, then I'm not gonna say, oh well, you, sh- you should have played. And I see a lot of people being like, oh well, it's disrespectful of the game. Are we playing? Are we playing out of respect of the game? Are we playing to to win? And for the Eagles to win in this game, it was to lose. Well, if they would have won this game, they would have went. If my thinking is right, if my math is right here, they would have went from the sixth pick to the ninth pick. That is potentially the difference between Devontae Smith and no Devontae Smith. Okay, so I don't care from the Eagles' standpoint. Them tanking, whatever. If you're mad about it, it's probably because you're a Giants fan. And here's what I'll say to the Giants fans. And if you're mad for the Giants or you feel bad for the Giants, maybe the Giants should have won a couple more games. Maybe the Giants shouldn't have went into the last day relying on the Eagles, who suck, can't win a game, won four games all year, somehow tied a game. They shouldn't rely on them to somehow beat Washington so they can make the playoffs. If you're the Giants and you're pissed off about what the Eagles did, I don't feel bad for you because don't put your fate in other teams' hands, and this stuff does not happen. Win some games, quit crying. That's all I got to say. When you're talking about the other teams, though, here's my thing with that, is you don't see the other teams so blatantly tanking, like completely, like... Yeah, okay. Like, but we they know. kind of have respect for the uh-huh. game, like... Because where I go with the respect for the game is it's so, disrespectful wait, to me. the Eagles. Okay, wait. Hold up. Hold up. It is disrespectful to the Eagles, Zach Ertz, Jason Kelsey, Carson Wentz, all those guys because they're actually playing on that team. They What the owner is saying right there is I care more about this one player that could be a bust. Like there's a potential for a bust there. Uh-huh. He's saying I care more about this guy. Than any of you guys' futures, any of your future See, playing time. That's not like, true. And that's not true. It isn't? No, that's simply not true. Because what is better for the future of the franchise is to have a higher draft pick and draft someone that's going to help the team, right? So, in the long term, by losing a meaningless game, the game didn't mean anything. If you won, it does not mean anything. Like, you don't win anything. You 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 win a game, you get one one better win in the column. If you lose this game, you get a better draft pick moving forward, and the whole team benefits from something like that. I understand where you're coming from and what you're trying to say, but what's more beneficial to all these three guys that you just said moving forward? If they have the ability to have a good player around them. Well, Not if they win this game that's meaningless. I only see one of those guys coming back, though. That's where I'm at. Is I don't think any of them come back. I see maybe Zach Ertz. Okay. I can see Zach, Zach Ertz. I don't see Jason Kelsey. He's, I think he's beyond frustrated right now with it all. And well, was he even – like I thought he was going to leave before too. Like, I don't know if he was actually going to leave. I feel like why he might leave is because he might want to go play with his brother. Sure. Which is a very better, much better place for him. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> but – so my thing like that I saw, which was a big thing that made like analysts, like people whose careers are the NFL and stuff, is we played a whole season where we expected to have to delay the season because of 
COVID and stuff. Okay. We fought as hard as they fought as hard as they could just to get games together. And this game may as well have been forfeited because they didn't care what they're doing. So I okay. see that there people in the NFL are getting mad because they fought so hard to get a season and they didn't even try. Like that's the thing that I'm seeing. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't disagree with that thought right there at all. I see where you're coming from there. Um, but we've talked a lot about the Jaguars losing and yeah. losing and losing. And, and, but at the and same we time, just talked about how Mike Glennon is playing for them instead of Gardner Minshew. I see no one, not a single person, being upset that the, the Jaguars are intentionally putting in the, the worst of the two starting quarterbacks to play worse. Why is no one criticizing the fact that the Jets, who had a late lead against the Raiders, gave up that crazy freaking play to the Raiders to lose that game? Like You're honestly going to tell me that that was 100% I, just a fluke and the Raiders come away with that win? No, bullcrap. If you think that... I forgot about that if you play. Think that, I was thinking about talking about that earlier, sure. but I just forgot about that. So that was a play of terrible coaching, and you could tell because he was fired the next day. That was something that even I the front office didn't like. I think they did it on purpose, like. though. Eh. I, mean, I don't think they wanted to win that game. At the time, what I'm at trying the... to tell you, <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you, Carson, <laughs> is that there are multiple teams on this list, but the that, difference that have not tried to win games on purpose throughout however long, and for someone to sit there and lecture me about how this is disgraceful to the game, when the Eagles are not the first, they're not the last, <laughs> they certainly didn't invent tanking. And it didn't matter in the game unless you were a damn taking? Giants fan. If you were a Giants fan, oh, well, I'm pissed. Of course you are because your team sucks and can't win one more game and has to rely on the freaking Eagles <laughs> to beat Washington. Tanking? I don't know who invented taking. I feel like it was the 76ers. That's all, <laughs> that is all I'm saying. This is, was a meaningless game. People are upset over a meaningless game. <laughs> meaningless. For the Eagles. The Eagles had no nothing to gain Another by winning. Thing. Everything to lose Another by winning thing this game is is thing that I see like me being the most mad about is the Jets and the Jags won't win most games even if they're trying, even if they are not like right. trying to right. take. They're not so going to win most wait, games. Wait. So that's the that's Eagles could have easily won that game if, if they weren't tanking. If the Jaguars would start Gardner Minshew, you think they'd win more than one game? Maybe. So why aren't they starting him? Oh, because they don't want to. Oh, but no one gets on their case. When when think about this. The season before the Niners went to the Super Bowl, Jimmy G got hurt. What did they do as soon as he got hurt? They tanked like crazy, ended up getting the second overall pick in the draft. No one said anything. Oh, and then they went to the Super Bowl the next year. No one said anything about how it was so wrong and disgraceful and terrible that the 49ers intentionally tanked as soon as they lost their starting quarterback. But I, now, but now, all these people, all these analysts, are gonna be like, "Oh, it's disgraceful to the game." Tanking's part of the I game too. I get what you're saying. Tanking's about that. part no, of the game. I get exactly what you're saying about that. Look, this is all I'm trying to say, and this is the only point I want to really get across to you, Carson. Is I don't care that the Eagles purposely lost this game. I don't. And I do. If you're but upset about we will, it, we will let if, this. If you people are upset about it, it's probably either because you're a Giants fan. Or you feel bad the Giants lost. Well, then the Giants should have won more games before the last freaking week of the season. 
like, okay, so no. I'll pull up the Giants' schedule real quick, okay? I will pull up the Giants' schedule real quick. I don't know why this even infuriates you at all. Because now I understand if the Cowboys won, and their playoff hopes hinged on this, right? Well, no, I, Actually, I wanted... Wait, never mind. If the Cowboys won, you probably would have been mad. And then you would have been happy that the Eagles tanked on purpose so your Cowboys didn't win the division. No. Okay. Here's where I'm at with this Okay, Giants 10 losses. Ready? Steelers. Bears. You couldn't beat the Bears. Couldn't beat the Bears. You lost to the Bears by four. Bears are a playoff team. Beat the Bears. Bears The Bears are a playoff team. You lost to the 49ers. 36-9. Could it be the Niners? Could it be the Niners? You lost to the Rams. You lost to the Cowboys. Wait, wait, wait. That's kind of weird. The San Francisco 49ers have a better draft pick. That means they're a better team. Yeah, oh. but how did they finish the year? You lose to a dude? better team? How did you they lose finish to a better year? team? Okay, they couldn't beat the Rams. I'm telling you teams they could have beat here. They lost the Cowboys by three. You couldn't beat the Cowboys? That was when Dak Prescott was playing, so. All right, they barely beat the... Um, oh, and also they, barely they didn't beat Washington have Saquon. By one. They lost to the Eagles by one. You can't beat the Eagles. You can't beat the Eagles. You lost to the Buccaneers by two. You can't beat the Buccaneers. I mean... Uh, let's see. We'll keep you going. They, they start winning games. They lost to the Cardinals. They lost to the Browns. They lost to the Ravens. Win one of these freaking games, and no one gives two craps about what happens in this Washington Eagles game because it, it becomes irrelevant. The game does not get decided by the Eagles' decisions. It only gets decided by the Giants taking their own, taking their destiny into their own hands and not having to rely on another team that doesn't want to win the game. Because there's no there's no like upside to them winning that game. Just win, beat the Eagles that you lost to by one point, and this is not even a conversation. I think you're ridiculous for some of these points. All right, that's fine. And you can think that. I'm sure a lot of people will. But frankly, I don't care. Win more games. Like that's the name of the game. You win. Well, yeah. You no, win. You no, don't have I, to worry about it. I agree with it, you right? on that part. I okay. agree with you there. It's just so why you give me this look? Like, what do you mean win? And <laughs> well, when you said you gave me lists of teams that they could have beat, like no, I, you were saying okay. what they could have beat, you, and you I, brought the I Buccaneers you, into it. I told you every team they lost to out of those ten. Now take it however you want. The you only know plausible that they one, beat some of those teams. The only plausible one I saw there is to me Philadelphia is a better team than the Giants. What? I think that Philadelphia is a better team than the Giants. So you really don't think any of those 10 losses that they had, they they couldn't have won one of those or should have won one of those? I mean, I could have seen them winning them, but the Giants suck. Look, this is this is all I'm getting at. Win a game, and we don't have to worry about this. A Giants player tweeting or the coach or whoever you were talking about earlier going on and ranting about it, it wouldn't happen because guess what? Your team would have wouldn't have been in this situation in the first place if you just win games. Okay. Don't at that same me. logic, at Don't that same logic, if the Eagles just play a game, we're not in this position. If they just play a But what is the benefit of the Eagles winning this game? They it didn't even more, have to win it. It is they just had to pretend like they weren't just completely Oh they may so as wait, well wait, have wait, forfeited. Wait, 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 wait. They wait. may as well have no, forfeited. No, no. Hold on. They weren't so even you're this telling is me. what you're telling me, Carson, is that you're okay with them tanking as long as it's not obvious. We're okay no, if they lose no. on purpose as, as long, long as, as it doesn't they don't look like they're losing on purpose. blatantly, no way that they didn't mean to say, yeah, we don't want to win this. We don't even want to play this game. May as well throw in our third string quarterback, Sudfield. Yeah, he he deserves string. snaps. He deserves snaps. Like for 
that's another thing is Doug Bald Doug Baldwin. Um Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson sure. saying that he just deserved snaps. It's another thing is Doug Peterson is also a big reason why this is such a big thing though. Is cause Doug Maybe. Peterson has made some of the dumbest moves ever. Like running a franchise quarterback out of town. Okay. I can agree <laughs> with you on that one. Like the, it, he's made this story a lot bigger too, just himself. Maybe the Giants should have beat the Eagles when they lost to him by one. Okay. Um, moving on from that argument that I think is just pointless. Okay. Packers 35, Bears 16. Bears get whooped in this game, but they clinch the seven seed with a little help from the Rams, who beat the Cardinals 18-7. to So I guess we can kind of talk about these games in tandem. Um, the Rams clinch the sixth seed, and the Cardinals get eliminated, missing the playoffs again. I, Kyler Murray was hurt in that game as well, so that probably and played into it. And he showed some guts coming back yeah, in. Yeah, of course. I Because they had their game, they had I their season that. on the line, fourth quarter, and he he still was running the ball, too. He ran a read option He's and crazy. everything. Like, he's a quarterback tough, of the future. He's, It'd be really tough. I mean, if he was taller, imagine how many more teams would have wanted him. Sure. He's gutsy, sure. which is what obviously what you want out of any of your Well, I mean... Mad respect, but at the same time, ooh, very dangerous, dude. Like, playing with injuries, you, you never know, right? Um, but is there, is there anything else you want to say about these games? I mean, the Rams, you know, I, I don't feel very good about their chances um, because Jared Goff is hurt, but the Packers look phenomenal. So really two different types and of teams. We kind of talked about this earlier. We'll talk about this some more in the postseason, like, predictions and stuff. Uh-huh. NFC's running through Lambeau. Packers are now my favorites. Like, it's going to take a lot for someone to go into Lambeau end of ju- end of January and beat them. Yeah, It's going to be cold. It's going to be wet. Hmm. It's going to be Lambeau. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Lambeau's, no, like, I, kind of yeah, I mean, <laughs> reputation. We talked about it last week, right? Like, it's not a fun place to play at all, so that's, that's not going to be fun. Um, are you... How much are you worried for the Bears against the Saints? I mean, Trubisky played Saints in this game. Saints by 30. Wow. <laughs> Not actually. Okay. Not actually. <laughs> okay. But Saints by double digits. All right. So uh, who do you think actually would have been better, though, to get the playoff seed? Like, who was more deserving, the Bears or the Cardinals? Cardinals. Okay. Yeah. Do you know I, how much more fun the Saints game would have been to watch if it was the Cardinals? Uh, I don't know if it would have been. With Buda Baker. Like, they have a better. Sure. Like, Mm-hmm. The Bears have a better defense, but not as significantly different as the offenses are. So the game probably would have been better to watch, but do you think it would be any closer? Because I don't really think it matters. I think the Saints are going to beat up on either of them. If the Cardinals did make it. More, it would have been closer and yeah. more fun to watch is the only thing. I don't know if it would be any better of a game as far as score-wise. It might be more entertaining. I just I feel like the Saints were really good right now, so... Which we'll I feel like they're kind of overhyped, but... Really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I do like them, and we'll talk a little more about them coming up. Um, next game, we got the Buccaneers, and they beat up on, on the Falcons, 44-27. Brady had himself another nice game, nearly 400 yards, four touchdowns. Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, they combined for huge numbers here, 271, four touchdowns. Um, and Matt Ryan, I thought, had another you know pretty good game. There's a lot to kind of talk about with you know in the offseason about what the Falcons should be doing with their quarterback position. They'll draft number four. So first off, is 
are you, you were a little nervous about the Bucks last week, I think. Like, I don't think you were very high on them. Has that changed at all? And then, no. And then what are the Falcons going to do with the number four pick? This kind of backs up what I'm saying is they can be amazing one week and then just not be there the right. next. Right, and I wouldn't say the Falcons. And it's kind of setting up for a bad well, game. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they play Washington. Did you see Did you see Washington? Call, did you see Chase Young? Oh, yeah. I want, like, let's see Tom Brady and stuff. I want that, Tom Brady. I'm like, ooh. Like, as a rookie, like, that's... I think that Tom takes might get big smashed, cojones. man. Tom might get smashed. Yeah. <laughs> if Chase that Young gets his hands on him. That defensive line, though, for the football mm-hmm. team we'll talk about this we'll just talk about this later but okay, i cool. like them cool okay. um and and then what do you think the falcons will do it for quarterback zach wilson already get falcons apparel and stuff or you're gonna be picking fields that. because you never know yeah what if what if the jets actually took zach they wilson? both need to they both Would need to get either jets and falcons gear because one of right them okay one of them's going one of those mm-hmm. places you know what's gonna happen they both wear number one too right yeah, I think so. That's gonna work out so good because then yeah. the jersey they get is the is yeah, okay, obviously one because it's the. Oh, I hope first they don't round. do it virtual. I hope they don't do it virtual. I, ho- I hope at we're least back the to green normal. room. Yeah, at least <sighs> the at least the top picks. Yeah, like I'm, at least you get those top picks in there, top ten yeah. even. I hope we're back to normal, dude. I love the draft. Okay, because it's so obviously. cool when you see a kid walk like a kid having his dreams come true by walking onto dude, the stage, the, like the hugs with hugging Goodell, and stuff. Goodell oh. like so cool. Well, because so like cool. sometimes the kids are in tears because. Mm-hmm. They've been dreaming about that it. moment for years on I years. I love it. It, like, makes you, it makes you almost feel like very connected motivated. to it, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, motivated. And sure. motivated because then you're like, wow, he did this. I and, can do that. Yeah, yeah no, of course. I don't know. I hope it is, but he's probably going to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets take the easy pick and go Justin Fields just because they're – If it's a They don't want to stretch and go – because people are saying Zach Wilson might be a bust and stuff, so – they're not going to stretch and make that choice mm-hmm. because they want a sure pick that is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like that isn't going to be like this guy gets fired because of his. So his. I think that, <laughs> I don't know, it is the Jets. Um, I feel like, okay, so I was talking to Amos that does a college football show with us, and we've talked a lot about. Yeah, he's came in a lot this week. <laughs> yeah, he has. We've been bringing him up a lot. Uh, but it's because we talk a lot about quarterbacks, mm-hmm. uh, especially. And we were talking about Zach Wilson today actually, and kind of how we think that he'd actually be like a really good fit with the Falcons and how they play and the weapons around Zach Wilson that he could have at the Falcons. You think about the running backs that they got with Gurley, right? And then uh, uh, their other running back. It's escaping my mind right now. Anyways, but then you got Julio Jones, uh, and then you have a decent... Calvin Ridley. Yeah, you have Calvin Ridley. You have a decent line there, I think, in Atlanta. It could be improved, and I think... Through the draft, maybe with your second pick, Ooh, you or, you could draft someone good. Or they could do the thing that you're saying. They could draft, like, Sewell, so, so because mm. they're at four, mm. and then go with, like, Mac Jones or someone. Yeah, that they could. That would be kind of a uh, cool the, idea. Of course, the Falcons have a lot of choices. Um, I don't know if that would happen, honestly. Well, their, their top needs are edge rusher, which Gregory Rousseau at this point would be kind of a reach. Well, DB... Any, Unless it's Parsons, which he's more of like a traditional linebacker, maybe. Yeah, so not like honestly, a, I don't know where Parsons will like end up in the NFL. If he'll be an edge rusher, any of or if these, he'll be a more traditional linebacker. Any of these four through ten guys, I can see taking him. Like 
I, I think Parsons is the type of talent that you would love to have on your team, right? It's a bad year to need a quarterback, in my opinion. It's a bad year to need a quarterback? What do you mean? So many are going to go early. Oh. Like the Panthers need one? Yeah. Not a good a good quarterback isn't falling that far. But if, if you want like a if you want a quarterback in the first round, you could potentially get a good one too. Well, yeah. Depending but, on where you fall in the draft, I guess. But like Lions probably could use a quarterback. Yeah. Panthers. Sure. Um, San Francisco. Yes. Patriots. Patriots, yeah. Like there's a lot of Maybe teams. the Raiders. Football team. The Bears. Football team. Bears. <laughs> there are so many. Well, we know teams. Jacksonville. The Colts. And we know Jacksonville, Jets, and Falcons all could potentially. Yeah. They're going to take the lot. best players, mm-hmm. the best quarterbacks. If you take a quarterback, I guess. Right? That's true. Which. Well. I mean, at this point, I think that's the smartest pick for those guys. Mm-hmm. So the long and short of it, I guess, is uh, another tangent because we love the offseason tangents. Yeah, where, where, where'd we come from this? Uh, oh, the where long the Falcons and shor- are going to go. The long and short of it is we think Zach Wilson at number four to the Falcons. Um, it just makes sense in now a lot we're kinda, of ways. Then we just kind of went on possible things that they could do. Yeah, no, because there is a lot of possibilities. Like, honestly, Most exciting drafting part about four. That. When you think about it, in a lot of ways, drafting four is a phenomenal spot to be because the top three guy, the top three teams usually have like very obvious needs, and then you kind of have like a nice pick of guys. So I like the four. I like the because they're at position. the point where they don't need like one position mm. is in a blatant le- need for someone, but Other they than, could use a lot of places. Honestly, I feel like the only blatant need the Falcons have is a rusher, but but you can at four you might reach. Another and thing then is, it'd just be better to take a quarterback. Another thing is about like all these predictions we make. Uh, we still have to see where free agents, like what kind of sure, free agents yeah. are coming out and stuff. Well, and you got the combine still, and that changes up draft boards drastically like, too. So we're gonna come out with a mock draft like next week or something. We'll have like kind yeah, of if, our if you want thoughts. To. So I mean, if we have that, that's obviously gonna it'll, change yes, when it'll change. the combine comes. Depending on the national championship, like. I mean, mm-hmm. my thoughts on Justin Field have increased when I saw how he did against pretty good competition. Yeah. No, I, because I, I, I wasn't as imp- well. Yeah, I see, it see it. In, it again. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is see it in the national championship. Mm. Then I have even bigger thoughts. But the concern with my, his was just he played six games against not as good competition. So that was my whole thing on why I didn't like sure. him that much. I mean, he played against some decent teams. But the and, big thing I was concerned with Justin Fields through the regular season, before they got to this game against Clemson, was. The two biggest games that they had was against Indiana and Northwestern, and those were his he two worst. Yeah. Those were his two worst games. So if you have two worst, if you have two bad games in important games, and then you play your next important game and it's a good game, that's inconsistent, right? So I want to see. Uh, I want to see someone. I, I want to see him go in there and play good against Alabama. He doesn't have to beat Bama because I don't know if they can because Bama's <laughs> good. Um, well, but he needs to play good again. That's one of those teams that you're like, where where do you even find a place to like exploit on them? Uh, safety maybe. <laughs> well, no, maybe that Honestly, one I, linebacker. I what's his name? Dylan Moses. Yeah, he's the only guy that I can see them kind of exposing, but he's still really good. Yeah, see, and that's the other thing. 
this isn't college football. Come on. Okay. Well, <laughs> Seahawks. Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> I don't know. Why are we talking about college football? <laughs> that might be another Off-season stuff, guys. Off-season stuff. Okay, Seahawks beat the 49ers 26-23. This was actually a pretty close game. Didn't hear no one talking about how the Liners lost, though. Um, <laughs> Seahawks lock up the three what seed. What did you just say? The Liners? <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, you didn't hear no one talking about how the Niners lost, but whatever. Um, Russell Wilson had a good game. Tyler Lockett has a good game. Uh, let's see, the Niners draft 12, and they have a few ways that they could draft, but we're pretty convinced on corner, I guess you could say. Well, I mean, they don't have any corners. Yeah, so that's why I guess contract. We're, but that's, that's why we're pretty convinced. Free agent, like seeing who's feeling yeah. the 49ers at, before see, I free don't agency. Know. I mean, would there be. Who's the, who's the best corner coming out in free agency that you can think of? Because last year there was Byron Jones. I don't I think don't of any. I don't know. No one springs to mind. I guess you could say. I mean, if you I'm wanted sh- to look it up. I mean, that'd be great. But honestly, you keep talking. I, I don't. I don't have anyone that springs right to mind. Mainly because I'm just not familiar with like secondary guys that are free agents. Like you kind of follow some other positions a little closer on who's free agents in those positions. So I'm not totally sure. Um, but the Niners, they could also take like a. Uh, corner in the draft, and that would be good too. It would maybe even be better than free agency. Maybe J.C. Horn is who we were kind of talking. I honestly like him. Yeah, it could be. So I just found a guy. That, I found a guy. Okay. That is a. Huge, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is the biggest, definitely the biggest free agent. Okay. I would be surprised if Belichick lets him go. Oh, Stephon is Gilmore the, oh, is Stephon a free Gilmore. agent. Mm. So, Janoris Jenkins, which he's getting old, so I don't know if you take him. Jenkins. Eh. He's getting a little older. Okay. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore. So he's your biggest name. Yeah, Devin McCourty, um, but Devin McCourty's old. So would, I guess, would Gilmore have any interest in leaving the Patriots? Because Unless they really have almost I, a guarantee at a quarterback, maybe. I don't know. I mean, hasn't he been there like his whole career? Oh, another cornerback, Patrick Peterson. Yeah, but he's getting up there in age two. But you never know. He could be like a you know a short term replacement. So I don't know if the Niners could draw in a guy like Gilmore. Uh, I'd be interested to see that. But yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's maybe. a lot of. There's some guys. There's I guess. what ifs. Okay. Well, we'll talk more about it in the off season because I think. Uh, I think the Niners definitely need to figure out that position on their team. Yeah. Uh, Saints beat up on the Panthers. My, my poor Panthers. Thirty-three to seven. Uh, I was, I was, I was like, oh man, the Panthers are in the game. I'm very excited. And yep, the next thing I knew, the game was thirty-three to seven. Um, Saints lock up the two seed. No one's talking about how the Panthers tanked. <laughs> yeah, no one's talking about how the Panthers tanked. Uh, Drew Brees had a good game. Ty Montgomery had 105 rushing yards. Like Kamaru, he didn't play, right? So Montgomery had a good game. Uh, Panthers, let's see, they end up with a eighth overall pick. And, hey, Carson, guess what? The Panthers played two quarterbacks, and they both threw interceptions. No one's crying. Anyways, <laughs> um, so P.J. Walker and Teddy Bridgewater played in this game, right? And they combined for 18 of 37. Yeah. 246 yards, Ooh. five interceptions. Ooh. Dude, I can't believe you're cheering. Two quarterbacks, it's terrible numbers. Um, oh, no crap. <laughs> dude, the Panthers, I mean, it's hard to say because 
Bridgewater's on this big contract, right? And I think he'll be there for the next couple of years. So do the Panthers really have any business in drafting a quarterback in this draft in the first round? Or do you think you got to go with something else? That's another person that's going to have to go free agency unless they want to try Trey Lance, which I don't know. Mm. As a Panthers fan, do you want to try Trey Lance? Um, I mean, I would guess I wouldn't be against it. But like I like I have said, I, I need to watch like more game film of him because just watching highlights, it's hard to judge someone by in a lot of ways. So I don't know. I mean, if that's how they went, I wouldn't be mad. But with Bridgewater on the contract, I don't know if they draft a quarterback. So free agents, quarterback-wise, Dak Prescott, which he's going to get signed by the quarter, the Cowboys. Franchise tag. <laughs> I doubt it's a franchise tag. Okay, yeah. No, they'll sign him. Do you think Phillip it'll be the big money? It won't be as big as he wanted. Sure, of course. Just because the injury doesn't of, help. No. Yeah. That was bad. his biggest thing going for him is he never missed a snap. So yeah, Phillip Rivers. Do, you, do the Panthers want Phillip Rivers? I mean. Maybe you take no, him for a year. But if you sign if him you to a one-year deal, yeah, what are you out? You have to because you can't get a quarterback in the draft. All right. But, so I've been thinking a lot about the Panthers quarterback situation. I th- and next year, Sam Howell, the quarterback from North Carolina, will be in the draft, I think. I think he's just wait and then draft him next year, but that's just that's just my opinion. I think they go with Kyle Pitts is where I'm at. It's yeah, me too. Either Pitts or Parsons, maybe too. If if he's if there, Parsons falls. Which, if either of those two fall that far, I think Pitts has a chance. I don't think Parsons does. Like, yeah, I don't see because there's so many people honestly, that need a linebacker. Yeah, honestly, like it makes sense to me if he potentially went three through seven before they got anywhere. To, really, yeah, I mean. There's a lot of guys that I think would like a guy like him. Um, all right, that's all our that's all our games, I guess. To yeah, talk about. I don't want to talk about the pointless games. Okay, pointless games. Patriots beat Jets twenty eight fourteen. Vikings beat Lions thirty seven thirty five. Close game. And the Raiders beat the Broncos thirty two thirty one. That one was also a close game. Kind of got messy towards the end. All right, so we decided we're going to cut out our playoff predictions that we just did, uh, and. We're going to do them in a in a separate episode for you guys, so you can kind of just go focus on that if you want. That'll probably come out a day or two after, let's say. Um, but So to finish the show, I guess we'll do Carson, your, your MVP vote here. Uh, the way we've decided this is going to work for Carson is he has a first-place vote, a second-place vote, and a third-place vote for MVP. This is his MVP vote. So keep that in mind. This is not like what's going to happen or whatever. This is just what Carson's opinion is. What do you got, Carson? NFL we're gonna, MVP. We're going to cause some angry people right <laughs> Good. here. Good. I think we already have, so yeah, go for it. No, this, this is probably one of our most controversial episodes. Okay, sure. But number one, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Josh Allen. And number three, the obvious one, Derrick Henry. Let's leave Patty Mahomes out of this. All right. So, yeah, I think some people might be upset about it. Um, I think I'll try and dig into Carson here a little. Okay, Aaron Rodgers is my MVP, so I agree with you. I think you want Josh Allen there because he's having a good season and the Bills look good. Because and he's then, more valuable. Okay. He's more valuable to the team. Um, and I think you have Derek Henry at third because of what he's done this season with the 2,000-yard club, right? Well, because if he's not on the Tennessee Titans, they're not. Are good. they playoff? No, 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 no. Uh, to me, if he's not on there, they're the Texans. Um, <laughs> not, not Texans. Not oh. that far. 
Because Ryan Tannehill is still a good quarterback. Maybe like, oh, the Giants? They're Barely right missing out of the playoffs? They're right around that. Yeah, okay, yeah. I could see that. Just I mean, because how many games has he called? Like, as a running back, you don't see that very often, but he has ended sure. so many games. And the amount of time of possession and that stat that he brings in. So you're you're putting a lot of your emphasis here on your picks on uh, not more necessarily most valuable players. Okay, so not, not stats. Best player in the yeah, league. Okay, not stats, just the contributions they make to their individual teams. Because like you brought up like how if um, Patrick Mahomes went to a different team, if he would elevate them, and yes, he would. But the way that I look at it is if they go with an average guy at that position on that team, how far do they drop? At quarterback? Yeah. Like, if oh, if Aaron um, Rodgers, if they start Jordan Love this year, are they a first seed because they have a terrible defense? No. I mean. the That's the way that I look at it. I don't look at it uh, as if Patrick Mahomes went to, like. They would be, like, a fringe playoff team, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm Actually, saying. Actually, you know who they might be like? The Chargers. They might be like the Chargers in a more lot wins, of ways. Though. More wins, though, I think. You think they'd win more? Just because Devontae their Adams, offense is a little better. Yeah, their offense is good enough to carry them there. Chargers got Keenan Allen. Yeah, but who's their running? Who's their star running back? For the oh, I don't know. It's um, a good question, I guess. But like, the, yeah, they the have, Packers have more weapons, and they have probably one of the best tackles in Bakhtiari. I can never say his name right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know who you're <laughs> yes. saying though. Everybody else does starts too. with a B. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they have a good team, like Patrick Mahomes. Even if Andy Dalton, let's go there. Let's go there. Even if Andy Dalton goes there, they're still a middle of the playoff team. Like, four, yeah. like three or four seed. Do you think they win their division? Yeah. <laughs> they, have, they play in a terrible division. Who's the closest? Raiders? Raiders. <laughs> okay. They could win the division, yeah. All right, yeah. I think they're I still get your early. logic. So that's where I go. But you, you, know brought why, in... you know why people would push back on what you say, right? Because it's a popularity contest, in my opinion. That's true. That and, is true. And honestly, like, I saw a lot of well, people. Well, it's kind of like Pro Bowl, too. Sure. Popularity, not. The Pro Bowl is strictly popularity, I think. They're though. just trying like, to get views. Justin they're trying Jefferson, to get money. Justin Jefferson's in the Pro Bowl. You're telling me he's a Pro Bowl say, uh, wide receiver? Wide receiver is one of those positions where it's not the best person who's the most, like, said is the most popular because I don't think Tyreek is better than... I think that Keenan Allen is almost a better wide receiver than him. Sure, Keenan Allen's pretty under. Keenan Allen runs routes very well. He does wide receiver things a lot better than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has Patrick Mahomes, so he just runs a streak. And <laughs> Pat Mahomes tosses it. Out of the freaking tosses, yard, to not him. even, yeah. not even throws with all his might, just tosses. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. All right, I see your arguments. Um, obviously, you know, you got to know why people would be upset about them, though. But honestly, I'm not going to disagree with a lot of them because I like your reasoning. So, and if you don't agree, that's fine. I mean, it's it my, is just your opinion, MVPs. right? Yeah, an opinion. Send not us fact, some so. emails or something with with you comparing. And we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, that'd be there good, go. actually. I like that. And then uh, also send us in that you don't care that the Eagles tank. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's actually, if you guys could email us, he'll plug the email, but email us your opinions and then we can, then I no, can finally I, I, toss it into Ty's face that 
actually people care about this because it's bullcrap that they just decided. Yeah, but I already said if you do care, I, then I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, the email is at electric sports talk. Or G, uh, what? <laughs> the email is. <laughs> it's time for us to go to bed. Yes, people. it is. The email is electric sports talk at gmail.com is where you can get in touch with us. Like I said, let us know your thoughts on today's show. And we will, I know we said we were going to do our playoff predictions. We'll release them in a separate episode later in the week. You guys can focus in on that, kind of, you know, soak it in. It'll be good. I think Carson will have some uh, interesting picks, actually. Well, he does have some interesting picks, right? Cool. All right. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. So uh, be looking for that. And obviously, we'll have more like UFC and college football coming up throughout the week. So that'll be fun. Uh, Carson, is there any last words before we get out of here? Mm. Go, Cowboys. Um, Gonna win the Super uh, Bowl? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. Trust me. Next year? <laughs> well, no. What they're gonna do is they're gonna find like fault in the games. So like they're gonna <laughs> overrule them, and the Cowboys are still gonna make the Super Bowl. Okay. There Never have to be believing. a lot of things go right for you, buddy. <laughs> I'll, I will. You know, if that happens, I'll be amazed. So that'll be cool. Um. All right. Well, that's really all I got to say too. Uh, it was a good episode though. So yeah. thanks for coming on again. Good luck editing. Yeah, I got a few things to take out. (laughs) That'll be good. Uh, All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Electric Sports Talk. Tune in next time as Ty, Crystal, and guests break down all things sports here on Electric Sports Talk. Our topics include all things soccer, football, basketball, mixed martial arts, motorsports, baseball, golf, hockey, Olympic, and world sports. If you like what we're doing here at Electric Sports Talk, get in touch with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or email us at electricsportstalk at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. 